0: what is going on everybody it is brad here with crush this a monster truck podcast and welcome to the show everybody tonight is an all canadian show all Albertan show today i have mr jason court of the roughneck monster truck based out of the creep behavior monster truck stables uh it's gonna be an awesome episode tonight guys um i've gotten to know jason or jason and the crew over the last couple years got to do a bunch of shows with them And uh, they're a riot, so going to talk to Jason about, uh, you know, driving Roughneck, about his mud drag days, and just a bunch of other stuff. So uh, before we get going, just want to update you guys. Cheech is currently out on the road for the Monster Jam uh, uh, Arena Tour uh, West. Um, They were in Salt Lake City, and they're heading up to, I think, Seattle this week. This weekend, I'm not too sure. Um, If Cheech is watching, he'll um, let me know um but we also just want to thank our sponsors and people that support us high octane coffee j concepts jb scale graphics hall brothers racing justin stories Backchannel productions with nick davis mtrc monster truck racing kobe marshall thank you for the support there as well um myself bradley shaw designs i'm finally getting back to the design game after taking some time off for uh to get married and stuff like that um trying to get uh, all that back together. I've actually done some stuff for Jason and the Roughneck team as well. Some uh, posters and um, yeah, it, it's going to be an awesome episode. So just want to make sure I share it out there and everything. I don't know if Chich is currently on the road or not. I think he is driving right now. I just got to share this quickly and we'll get into it here. Everybody. One second. All right, here we go. And there, 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 there. All right, you guys, let's get this on the road. Going to play two little ads here and then our intro, and then we'll get into the talk with Jason here. So just stay tuned for a second here, guys. your typical motorsports podcast. You're listening to Crush This, a Monster Truck podcast presented by High Octane Coffee and J Concepts, a show where we take you inside the minds of your favorite drivers, past and present of the monster truck industry.
1: And now, your hosts, Brad Shaw and Dan
0: Cheechagash.
1: Buckle in. The show starts now.
0: Alrighty, guys, as you see on the screen with me here is Mr. Jason Court. Jason, how's it going tonight, man? uh it's going, yourself? Uh, not too bad. It's uh, finally awesome to have you on here. Um, you know, it, it's cool that you know it's an all Canadian episode, all Burton episode, as I mentioned. Um, you know, it, it's so cool and being able to get to know you and your guys' team over the last couple years. It's been Awesome to be able to do shows with you guys and get to know you guys as well. You know, normally on on the show, we start off with kind of how you got into the sport of monster trucks. How did you get into this crazy world that we all love and this kind of, in a way I call it an addiction to to the sport of monster trucks? I don't
1: know. (laughs) Uh, Getting into the monster trucks themselves... I, uh, I did a lot of other style racing, um, quite a few years ago. I did some mud drags, mud bogging, that type of stuff. Um, I was doing a fair bit of sand drags, mud drags and, uh, with a, like a rail car. And a lot of them events had monster truck shows as well. I, uh, I started, you know bugging the guys a little bit there after the shows, seeing a lot of carnage and almost felt sorry for them, I guess you could say. (laughs) And uh, I just started helping them a little bit. And that was actually with uh, Barry Parkin's team, Western uh, Renegade. Um, That was quite a few shows he was all over Alberta with. And so I started helping him out actually a little bit at all these other venues uh a few years later he actually called and asked if i'd join his team and uh go on the road with him do a few shows here and there uh, just whenever i could uh so i kind of got my foot in the door that way um then he was kind of i don't know what all was going on there but he was kind of slowing down on the shows i still kept doing my my drag racing and I ended up, uh, having a wreck with my car and one of the shows that I was at, I was actually, uh, racing my, my drag car and piloting Barry's truck. Actually he asked if I'd take it and do a show for him. He couldn't make it. So that was the first time I ever strapped into a monster truck. And it was actually against my current teammate, Jared in, uh, in the show regina saskatchewan and uh so ever since then i kind of helped jared just a little bit seen him at a few other shows and then uh i was at an the the event that i crashed my car at actually his brother was there racing lawnmowers and he he mentioned that jared might be looking for a crew guy and so i gave him my number and I don't know. It was like six, seven months later, Jared contacted me, asked if I want to join the crew behavior team. I'm like, yeah, sure. I got nothing else to do now that wrecked my car. I haven't fixed it yet. So he, uh, he, he asked if I had a shop. I'm like, well, I got a little bit shop work out of. He shows up with the STEMI monster trucks and pile of pieces. And, that's kind of where it started to put it all back together and joined his team. We did a couple shows and then uh, that's when I brought out Roughneck in 2018.
0: You know, it, it's, it, I got to actually meet you. I have I'm trying to remember the year. It might've been either 2015 or 2016, um, a small town kind of close to where I actually used to live, Wembley, Alberta. And you were running your rail car, the courts jester at that show. And you were also helping out Barry And, you know, and then I also met, um, I didn't realize it. I met Jared back at a monster truck throwdown show that Barry did in Grand Prairie. I just, and I just thought about this. I kind of met him there. It was uh, the event. It was restaurant renegade, Bigfoot, Robo machine, just get her done. Uh, Don't I'm trying to remember the year of that show. Um, But it's cool seeing you know your transition from driving the, the the sand drag rail car to you know monster trucks. Let's let's touch on the the, the sand drags because you know we have a lot of friends, a lot of people here that love the sand drags. A lot of people watch the coverage on Backchannel Productions. That Nick Davis does. You know how did you get into racing? You know the the mud drags and have a car like you had because yours. You know you said it was a rail car. It was. Um, you know, blowing uh, on alcohol and everything. How did you get into that side of motorsport?
1: Uh, well, a few buddies of mine, we, we always actually went out mud bogging out in the back 40 there around home. And I ended up hurting my motor in my, in my. Uh, it was an 87 Chev with the lift and nothing too crazy. But anyways, I ended up hurting the motor in that. And so I was in the process of building one and another racer that I knew, he just kept kind of poking and we kept adding more to this motor. And it turned out the motor was too much for the truck now. So I ended up buying, or I found a used chassis from uh, another guy that used to race around here. I ended up purchasing it off of him, put the motor in and ran it for, I believe it was a year, maybe two. And then we, just added some more nitrous to it. And well, hurt the motor. And we went to an all naturally aspirated uh, alcohol 540. Um, I found a guy out in BC that built it for me. He was super great guy. Uh, Ran that motor in that chassis for another year. And then obviously needed more so i I found a good deal on a on an 871 and we went blown um at that point i knew that the chassis wasn't going to be the greatest it was an old tired one so i contacted some guys down in the states scott with uh racing in the dirt and we purchased a chassis off of him had it brought up to canada put it all together and i ran that for I believe it was four years and then uh had a wreck in Bonnyville actually <laughs> uh that's where I, I wrote it off doing uh, a show with the extreme mud fest um yeah it was and then ever since then i've been into something a little bit bigger and a few more bars
0: well, it seems like Bonneville is a place you like to crash a lot in. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, there's been a couple episodes
0: there. You know, and with, with the monsters, when you were growing up, were you a fan of monster trucks and, and mud racing and all that? Like, did you watch it on TV, like trucks and tractor power and all that back in the day?
1: Uh I watched a little bit. I wouldn't say I was like glued to the TV. I was always outdoors. Um, My dad liked to watch hockey games and I wasn't a fan of hockey. So I was outdoor a lot. Um, But that being said, you know, every Saturday or Sunday morning, if the monster trucks were on TV, I was always watching those. Um,
0: Every time we had a tractor pull around, we went to that. You know, with, with, with mud bogging and stuff, you know, especially here in Alberta, it's everywhere. You know, even just little towns, uh, Provost, the, the Smash and Splash. I know um, Horse Lake had some, um, TP Creek, um, all these, like you said, Bonneville, um, probably uh, a lot of other small towns. You know, do, do you think, you know, mud bogging, especially here in Alberta and, and mud racing and stuff, has kind of slowed down? compared to what it was kind of in the early 2010s? Cause back in the early 2010s, it was everywhere, you know, grand Prairie at least had like one or two a year, like the big one, the tire pro mud bogs at the airport, you know, do you think it's kind of gone a little bit downhill, you know, a lot less events now? Uh,
1: yeah, I think there's been a few less events for sure. Um, I do know a lot of guys that are, were running the big cars up here. They still run them, but there's not as many events for them. Um, there is some, a lot of safety involved with that. Um, I mean, those big cars, they're not running RIs or nothing. So they definitely need, you know, six to 800 feet shutdown room safely. Uh, so for the big power like that, I think that has dropped some. Uh, but that being said, there's still guys now that they're building these uh wicked awesome mega trucks. Yeah, um, you're starting to see more mega trucks now up around here. Um, we have an event actually here in Edson every uh September long weekend. Um, it's it started out as the hillbilly demolition and Mudbog, and that's exactly what it was. It was just a big, big uh, I don't know water pit more more or less right um so they do that yearly here and same thing there's there's bigger trucks more power trucks but there's not as many of the rail cars anymore um i don't know what's going on so much with that i've i've kind of stepped away from that that industry a little bit um i would like to i think I don't know. I don't know if I'd get back into the rail car side of
0: things, but I I definitely would almost pursue a mega truck too. I could definitely see you having a mega truck, you know. And I know at the Throwdown show, well, so like it, the they had the COVID Crusher event in Edmonton at Rad Tour Raceway, which was kind of a Throwdown slash at that time Castro Raceway kind of kind of collab show, and they had. Some mega trucks that, that they had the thing is hashtag kill um mega truck, which that thing's just nasty. That I love yeah. that thing. And then this last uh the show, they had mega trucks as well. Again, you know, and and you know, seeing a guy that we both know, Devin uh MacArthur, and his uh Knucklebuster Jeep, seeing him trying to talk with some of that stuff was really cool as well.
1: Yeah, the you can see the mega trucks, you know, they're just starting out with you know, whatever they can find. And now that's actually exactly what happened with hashtag kill Dustin Stacy there. Good buddy of mine. He's, uh, he ended up rebuilding that truck from the ground up. He lost it a few years ago in the Fort Mac fires. wow! Um, so he, he did completely redo that. It's all new. Um, and it's just, it's nasty. It's, it's a handful for him. Um, he, he does need a crew, but hats off to him. He's he's doing a deadly job.
0: That thing, he's just killing the it. sound. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> but, like, the sound that comes out of that thing is just, oh, there's there's nothing like zoomies on a blown and injected motor. It's just there's no sound like it. No, he's got a thing dialed in.
1: Uh, he's been working with another guy there to help him with some tuning and stuff. He he definitely has had some bad luck, but um, he's going to get that. He's trying to underdrive that big screw blower. So, you know, if he just turns it up and lets it eat, his wife might be upset. It's going to, you know, use some more part numbers and stuff. But, hey, it's going to be a wild machine.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, switching over to the monsters and stuff. So your, your guys' team is kind of unique and, you know, with the, the, the trucks that you guys run in the chassis, you know, a lot of people don't know that there's only kind of three, I think there's only three chassis out there that's built by going big racing. There's your truck, there's crude behavior. And then what used to be Island Outlaw, then Alberta Outlaw. And then now it's, I believe down in Texas um talk about you know when um jared was building the truck going with i think his name is colin um down in bc to build those chassis yeah so colin actually has built
1: uh there's another big mega truck i believe it's called the punisher okay um it's a it's a four-seater hummer he built that he, he's done a few other little mega trucks, but my chassis was the last chassis to come out of uh, the going big shop. Um, yeah. He's out of, he's on the Vancouver Island. Um, Colin, he's just gotten so busy. So he had to get back to work and actually make a, make a living. Um, when, J- when Jared was building crude behavior, he actually had a truck called blown income
0: I, rem- I i i just remember that truck and i have a horrible story about that truck eventually i'll tell you
1: yeah so he actually had the that blown income chassis i can't remember where he got it but yeah he showed up at home with it there and and uh he ran that for i believe it was 2 years and then 20 15 if I recall right is when
0: uh, the new crew behavior chassis come out and he he wasn't driving the crew behavior truck at that time though I rem- uh, I forget the name of the guy but he's on the throwdown video he it was when the truck was still all purple
1: uh Jared was still
0: running that truck when it was purple but he had another crew guy
1: uh Aaron oh yeah Aaron he, uh, he was look he was running it there for him. Uh,
0: yeah. So the story I have about the blown income truck, it was at a show, Throwdown did a random show in Peace River of all places. And it was, um, what was it? It was Island Outlaw, Blown Income, which I don't know if Jared owned it at that point or not. Um, And then the Groth Twins. So I don't know who the guy driving loan income was at that point. I know it wasn't Jared. So I flag him to go for, I think it was like qualifying or something. And I had to run so far out of the way because this dude didn't even understand the hand signals or anything. I thought I was going to (laughs) die. That was just rough on that one. So you
1: know when you were kind of like when you were running over the dashers there in Grand Prairie. Oh (laughs) God,
0: were you there at that one? Oh yeah, I was running the mini. (laughs) Oh God, I will never that will never escape me. I embrace it now. I embrace it. That it's it always comes up in some conversation. I that was still a riot that that time. You know and. And a lot of people might not know the, you know, oranges of the name for crude behavior and roughneck. Um, if people don't know, Alberta is a very oil and gas industry-based province. Oil and gas run, run Alberta. You know, we have major hubs, Fort McMurray, here in Grand Prairie where I live. You know, talk, if people don't know what a roughneck is in the oil and gas industry, please let them know what a, rough, what a roughneck is.
1: Now they're always working on the rigs.
0: Yeah, that, that's plain and simple. And crude behavior is a play on, you know, crude, crude oil and, you know, being crude behavior, you know, being reckless. That's that's what I consider it to be. Yeah, there's always some crude behavior, <laughs> especially with you guys, especially with you guys, you guys, the, the, you guys know how to party hard, but you guys will stay up and late and fix your stuff and get it back together. And Barneyville was an example of that. And Bonneyville. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a there the there was a show in Bonneville, about eight hours away from where I am in Grand Prairie. And you know, Jason and and and, and everybody there from the Roughneck Creepy Avery team was there. And I was running starting lines. So I was staging trucks and Brandon in there, aka Daisy. Um he was uh, flagging the races and Doug and Nance was doing the announcing. So I staged both Jared and Jason up. And I point to where Brandon is, and I book it out of there. I turn around, and I swear to God, I thought that Jason was going to land on Jared that day.
1: Yeah, I I, re, I remember that day. Uh, All I seen was the top side of crude, and I thought I was going to be on top of him. I just kept <laughs> climbing, and he was going down. And we come down, and we crashed. Well, I guess I just crashed. <laughs> there was a, kind of a straight wall bank there or something. I, I can't quite remember. Maybe it was hay bales wedged in the dirt for the FMX guys, but I think so. Yeah, there was there was a lot of carnage that night, but we were up and ready to go the next day.
0: Yeah, and and that's what I say, you guys, you know, know how to crash hard and party hard, but you guys get your stuff next, together for the next day. You know, if I remember correctly, there was a lot of rain leading up to that event. And we had to change the track layout like one or two times to make it safe. And you guys didn't have a lot of shutdown area from what I remember on that show.
1: No, there wasn't a whole bunch. Yeah, it poured. There was vac trucks there. They were sucking water up. And, you know, we just did what we could, make the best of it. Um, Sometimes it is
0: what it is, though. It dried up pretty good. Oh, it did. It did. We, we didn't have any issues the next day, you know, it, it dried up fairly well and we were able to get a good show in, you know, and, and, you know, speaking of shows, one of the shows that, you know, you guys have been able to do for quite a couple of years is the Throwdown event at Rad torque raceway. And Elliot Miller always brings one hell of a lineup to every show. You know, I've been able to, I think I missed two years of that show, but every single, t- every single time I get to go, it's always a riot, you know, and you guys, pun intended, throw down, you know. And, and you have to with the lineups that he brings. He's brought out the Cretans, the Kohlers, brought out the Comos this last year. You know, talk about that event and how and, – and seeing the growth of that show and how, you know, I in my opinion, it's Western Canada's best show.
1: Well, I think uh, other than a little indoor show this – this summer uh well spring sorry it's going to be almost the only western canadian outdoor show uh this year actually um unless something changes but elliot always elliot and the Rad Torque guys you know they they make uh they make an extreme track it's always intimidating you know there's nothing smaller than a you know minivan there everything school buses lengthwise um it's always a fun, safe show, though. Um, definitely have to step up your game each and every year. Uh, everyone's getting, you know, braver and –
0: and uh, or crazier, I don't know. But Well, I remember, a, I think it was yeah. – I think it was 2019, Sunday afternoon, Chris Kohler's freestyle. That will always stick in my head when he went over the bus uh, sideways.
1: Oh, man. Like, I, yeah, that was – that was a that was definitely a freestyle um, I've never seen nothing like it He said he was going to college Monday he was putting that truck in pieces and he just couldn't kill it. the only thing he lost was the body uh, you know that was probably one of the best
0: freestyles I've seen and and, and even um, I think it was Friday night Cole, um, Cretan's backflip attempt because it, it, it I remember it was raining. And he made like five or six run-ups and then he went for it. And I still don't know how he saved that thing.
1: Yeah, that was well
0: skill. He says, (laughs) (laughs) I think he had a horseshoe up his ass.
1: I don't know. I mean, I like watching them run. He always, he always gives her his all. Uh, Yeah. Then five attempts. And I'm like, you're crazy. I, don't think i'd ever try it and he pulls off that double backflip and yeah it was wild
0: uh, got a question here from uh from brandon ask him how it feels about the freestyle championship awarded oh with jim kohler yeah uh, well
1: it was well deserved <laughs> <laughs> That was the first year actually uh with Roughneck there at Rad Torque in 20 2018. And uh you know I did my I went out and I just even did a backflip that the uh, that Sunday night. Wasn't sure how anything would do. That was my very first one. Uh you know, landed it. Well we poked it and then we slammed her in reverse and then continued on the rest of the the rest of the uh time frame and it, it was it was great but jimmy or yeah jimmy come up just a little bit better i guess
0: <laughs> well especially when you're going against you know a multi-time world champion and somebody that's been doing it a long time but you know you help you 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 hold your own and and, and that's why like like you know you guys always go out and push your trucks to the limit and, and that's what i like about watching you guys run and, and, you know, especially even seeing a crude run, because it's such a unique truck, and it's such a short wheelbase, and it's, in my opinion, it sits quite high. I don't know if that's just, it. does it run quite a bit higher than a lot of other trucks? Uh, yeah, it's higher,
1: for sure. Um, when Colin was building that truck, he said monster trucks are big. So he built it big. Um, <laughs> depending on the day, it actually rubs the roof in the hauler when we're loading them up and moving them to the next uh, venue. But even compared to mine, I I would say not quite a foot difference, but
0: you can definitely notice the differences. You know, and you've driven both. Which one do you like driving? Which one do you prefer? Do you prefer your truck or do you prefer the other one at times? Ah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I haven't drove crude in a long time now,
1: so I'm going to have to just say I like driving mine. It's kind of <laughs> like a Cadillac. You just, <laughs> just feel like you're in the right place. You know, I, I know did. Sit, sit, sitting in them, I feel a little more comfortable in mine compared to crude, where that one I'm just a little bit more sitting straight up, per se. Yeah. Um, the visibility in mine, I feel, is a little bit better. Um, after we had to do some extensive chassis repairs in 2019 on mine, we've changed, if, well, quite a bit up. Um, I changed how I would sit in there. I changed everything. The only thing that never really got changed was the cab roll cage itself. But, like, the mainframe rails down were all redone. Shock hoops were all redone uh everything was done. Like I essentially could have built a new chassis. Um probably would have been quicker than trying to salvage the few pieces that we did do.
0: You know, if if you guys had the opportunity to go out to either Patrick or um or an Eddie chassis, what do you think you guys would go for now, knowing what you guys know after having these two trucks for the last couple years? Uh
1: I don't know. Um, both of them chassis, even the CRD chassis um, or the straight-up racing chassis, they all they all are going to have their, their limits for sure. Even the the uh, metal shops, um, you see them always – everyone's always repairing something. So I think it's a lot of it's going to – I don't know. That would be a tough one. Definitely need some more homework on that. Um, but having the chance to like completely rebuild mine and you learned a lot from it, that's for sure. Um, I don't know, I'm not that good on computers with the CAD programs and designing and that type stuff. Um, but I think if I had the opportunity to learn that, I wouldn't mind trying to build my own just from just seeing all the other different designs and seeing what works and what don't work, I think a guy can make
0: something work. I think that'd be really cool to see, you know, uh, something come out of, from, you know, uh, a new chassis coming out from Canada. And, and that that's one thing with, with me. I'm very prideful about the teams that we have here. You know, it, it kind of bummed me out a little bit to find out that Don sold the name and everything of Jurassic Attack to Throttle Monster. And I understand his decision, you know, but I'm very prideful of, of our teams here in Canada because there's not a lot left. You know, you have you guys and and the Comos, um, you have Extreme Gym, and I think that's pretty, and and the train wreck and sabotage, guys. But for Western Canada, it's basically just you guys.
1: Uh, Western Canada, yeah. Um, There's basically us. Uh, Don, he's building a new ride truck, new identity, everything. There's Tim with the Rabbit Rabbit ride truck. Otherwise, race trucks, everything is Ontario East um the bucking bronco crew is still uh canadian oh yes King. yeah uh, i believe they have the canadian or the canadian or canada crusher um they got a few there
0: i think wadded up is another name that they own yeah, watered up you know it, it's not how it was especially just you know being a fan you know out here in western Canada, we don't get a lot of shows anymore You know, I remember back in the day, you know, Monster Jam would always hit up Edmonton in February and then Calgary. um, You'd have Edge Motorsports coming out here doing shows in the arena in dirt. Um, Hell, the only actual like arena or any indoor based throwdown show has always been in Grand Prairie. You know, which I think the last one, was it you or Jared that hit the Dasher? Uh, Jared hit the Dasher in
1: Grand Prairie. Yeah, Jared hit the
0: Dasher. That was, I believe it was 15. 15 or 16. That's... Nope. Well, you should remember, you went over the Dasher too. No, it was 2017. Because I was there with a broken ankle. I was sitting up in the, the VIP section. I thought we only did Grand Prairie once. Nope, nope. Because it was like two or three... It was like three trucks. And it was um, Christian Norman in Bounty Hunter. Yep. Um... You had Mike Christensen in um, Iron Outlaw. And I think you two. I think that was because the the Uh, show that I remember falling over the Dasher was, it was um, Trent Montgomery and Bounty, Matt Brokaw, um, and the Groth Twins. I remember, yeah, so that was, I think, 2016. And then, yeah, either 2017 or 2018, uh, is when um, the it was like a different layout for the show. I think it was. It wasn't like your typical racing freestyle. It was like kind of like a timed one truck each racing deal.
1: Yeah, I, I know that was the last time they had a show there, though. Was
0: yeah, the got tagged. I can only imagine what was going on in the production show booth at that one. <laughs> But, yeah. you know, <laughs> it, it, it'd be good to see more events out here. You know, I know Monster Jam just did the show in Edmonton at uh, the stadium, which I went. It was, it was, it, you know, for the first time, it was a great lineup, you know, and it was enjoyable. But in my opinion, the show that if if you live in Alberta or even Saskatchewan or B.C., try to get out to Radsworth Raceway for the Throwdown Show. Like, I – like, in, in – I'm, I'm being I might be being biased a little bit, but it is the single best show I've I go to you know from like I said from the lineups you know and, and I know the uh, Kohler Kohler's bringing his trucks back again for for this year after a couple of year absence away from the show.
1: Yeah Kohler's gonna be there. I'm not sure if he's bringing you know what all he's bringing, but I know he's bringing a few trucks uh, heard some of the Comos might be coming back. We're going back. Every year, it's been a sell out there. Um, so, if, you know, you want to go get your tickets now; they're on sale.
0: Well, speaking of throwdown, one of the guys that you got to meet here, uh, Mister Travis Swillows in the chat says that beard.
1: Yeah, I'm working on it.
0: I'm, I'm I trying to
1: get. I'm trying to get to you. I hope you bring your coveralls, Travis, this summer. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that, that's one of your guys' staples. Always working on the trucks in your coveralls.
1: <laughs> hey. It's just uh it's,
0: it's a patch thing, I guess. <laughs> so, you know, talk about your 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 first experience driving, you know, when you were oh Travis just commented here, it says just for you guys. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you know, when when you got the chance to drive Barry's truck, you know what obviously watching it, you know, on the sidelines and working on the truck. You know, what was, did you, I'm trying to think of the exact question, the wording, I was, I always get messed up here. Um, What was your expectations when you got behind the truck? And then what was like the actual, like, were you like, Holy crap, this is not what I expected. Uh, (laughs) Well, that very
1: first weekend there, a couple weekends prior, actually, sorry, I was out, uh, probably my last family holiday, to be honest, uh, we swung over to Barry's and I did a little uh, testing with his truck and he already had flattened cars. So it was nothing nothing too crazy, just a little pop, some pop and drops. Um, and then we get to this event and they got uh, big Lincolns on its side and, you know, big stuff where what I thought was big at the time. And, uh, Brandon, all he said was, you're going to have to hit it with some speed. I'm like, oh, okay. And, uh, I thought I hit it fast, but it was looking at the video it was rather intimidatingly slow. Uh, and yeah, it hurt. Um, I was sore. I'm not going to lie. And then after that, uh, we did a few other adjustments and, I mean, it was Barry's truck. Uh, I just had to fix it if I wrecked it. So we drove it. And uh, that's when I knew that's what I wanted to do. Uh, Not very many people know, but I was looking at purchasing that truck off of him actually back in, I think that it was that the first year he was giving up, he was selling everything. Um, I was supposed to actually sell my, my race car. I had to do that one last points race, and then it was sold. Uh, the guy that was there, he was he was buying it at that event in Bonnyville and that's when I wrote it off. So I lost the sale there. I never purchased Barry's truck. It went to Brandon Bud actually, and that's when I uh, continued on with uh, the crew team.
0: Now, one question i like to ask is, you know, before you started driving Roughneck, you were crewing on the truck and and you helped out Barry at shows and stuff. Do you think you crewing on the truck and seeing how it worked mechanically, do you think that helped you, you know, as a driver when you started driving Roughneck and and doing more and more shows? Uh, Obviously, watching
1: always helps. Um, There's, on the mechanical side of things, I wasn't too worried like i am a mechanic by trade um so there isn't too much i can't fix unless we need parts that we don't have um and even then sometimes you can make it work uh definitely watching other people's drive or driving techniques i think definitely helps um this one time in provost uh I was racing, uh, Terry Woodcock and he was bragging that he could, he'll wheelie that whole sand pit and he couldn't wheelie at all. And I was running crude that time, that weekend for the, I think it was my first ever running crude. And, uh, I pulled off a slap wheelie there and he was pretty upset with me. That's gotta be one of the highlights. We talk about every time I get to race, Terry.
0: You know, and obviously doing shows with, you know, the Cretans, you know, Jim Kohler, you know, what have, what kind of advice have those guys given you, you know, uh, whenever you get to do a show with them? Uh,
1: the Cretans, I haven't really asked Jimmy too much for pointers. Um, I have asked Don a couple different questions and, Different ways and how I should be hitting this van stack or whichever. And then, uh, Mr. Excitement, there, he's you he just tell him go out and have fun. So, you know, that's what I do. I just go out and have fun. Sometimes I get lost out there. Um, I mean, it happens, uh, especially my very first throwdown event. Yeah, I was. I was lost. I didn't know where to go or what to do. Just started hitting stuff after.
0: <laughs> just aimlessly just just get hit whatever and see what happens.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I've kind of found. If you walk out there and you study the track and you come up with a plan, it, it never works because you always land somewhere different and you go off and you hit something else.
0: It's always great fun. I know you guys have run um, Saskatoon a couple times with Bill Payne and you guys are gearing up for that show as well you're doing uh, Winnipeg and Saskatoon with uh, Bill Payne um, you know what's it like running with him because I've got to do some shows with him in Dawson Creek and that dude does not stop like he is a riot to be around and you know what what's it like doing shows with him and his crew ah uh, you know Bill yeah he's he's a knowledgeable man
1: he's crazy um he's crazy i i hats off to lorna for you know sitting beside him now actually seeing what's going on (laughs) he's a wild man uh that whole team though that whole straight up racing crew they're awesome guys to be around um uh you need anything they're there to help you as most other
0: teams as well And and I think that's one thing that I love about this industry is it's one giant dysfunctional family, you know, like from, from even me doing the graphic design stuff and this to what you guys do, we're all one family. We're all in this together. And it's really cool to see the camaraderie in the sport. You know, like I, look, look what happened with, uh, with um, the Tlushkas and then the fire that they had, you know, people stepped up. What do you guys need? You know? and, And I love seeing that because, you know, we all need. We're all in this together, plain and simple. You know, I I, I see you guys work it, helping out on Como's trucks at shows, or you know, whoever needs help, everybody's over there helping. You know, and that's what I think is makes our sports special is that camaraderie that we all have.
1: Yeah, no, that's for sure. It's always nice to see see that uh, that assistance from other other crews. Um, I know when some of the past racing years i mean i guess you're gonna get that with the monster truck stuff too can't just single out one but there is times that you you can't even ask to borrow stuff from other teams it's just not it's not there um you know you lend out stuff you may or may not get it back so that's that's every sport though
0: one question I have, you know, with you guys being a mainly, you know, western Canadian team, you guys obviously go to Saskatoon and go to um, uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba here soon. Do you guys have any aspirations of eventually going down into the states and showing the, you know, these guys in the states what uh, us Canadians can do? Uh
1: We would like to, yes. Um Jared and I, we both have full-time jobs obviously in the oil field. Um so it's sometimes scheduling can be an issue. Um where I otherwise, you know, one of these times we're gonna get down there and we might never come back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, there is oil field work down there as well. <laughs> yeah. But like who would you guys like to run with? You know, uh, you know, we mentioned that you guys have been able to run against the Kohlers, Cretans, um, you know, Bill Payne's crew, but who else would you guys like to run against down in the States or have them come up here? Uh
1: I don't know. Uh having a chance to run against everyone would be would be ideal. Um we're actually in June we're doing a show in Red Deer. With the uh, Monster Spectacular crew, and I believe uh, Overkill is coming up for that. So that's going to be uh, uh, that's the first time I heard about that. That that uh, Mikey Waters coming up here. Yeah, I believe his crew is coming up. So that's going to be uh, definitely an excitement. Seeing a lot of his uh, videos online and everything that they do. You just get to learn learn new things or see how other teams do things to, to progress your team.
0: And, and, you know, I've been able to see some, some you know, from teams, from, from you guys, you know, being able to work with uh, Trent Montgomery, he was at the Cretans, Bill Payne's crew, and then seeing, you know, um, <coughs> excuse me, um, you know, the um, – American scout and Stomper teams, you know, being able to see different crews, work it's interesting because I see a lot of similarities between a lot of teams, but then a lot of differences on on how they operate and how they they keep how they keep their rig and stuff. And you guys are always, you your guys' rig is always looking good. You know, you like I, I even when you guys are just working on the trucks, you guys are not, or you guys aren't afraid to, to shoot the shit or anything. I remember Dawson Dawson Creek this last year. You know we were just hanging out you guys are working on the trucks and you know that, that that show is always fun doing dawson was that you guys's first time doing that show this year this last year
1: uh, yeah that was our first time actually yeah that was our first time up in dawson doing a show i'm not so much sure brandon liked doing that show um because well we got some scrub brushes off the rigs and he had to scrub our tires yeah, it oh. was only it was only fitting that we had uh, nice shiny tires to do in an indoor show. <laughs> I mean, that, we that, all them, but
0: that that show has always been a fun one. Whenever whenever you know a show comes kind of more locally here, um, you know, what's kind of your goals for this year? Obviously, you you said you don't have a lot of shows booked yet, but that always will change what's your guys' goals for this year with, with the team? You know, um, you guys have uh, got a pretty good online following, you know, a lot of awesome, cool merch. You guys have come out with, with the shirts and everything, you know, what are your guys, not just this year, but what's your guys' goals in the next couple of years with the team, you know, eventually adding on another truck or a different chassis. Like what are your guys' plans? Ooh, uh,
1: plan wise, we just kind of wing it. Um, as you would say, we like the party. <laughs> no, uh, not 100% sure yet. We've we've discussed a few different things. Um, however, nothing's set in stone. So currently we're just going to uh, go out and have fun like we have been doing.
0: So when again is your guys' first show in Winnipeg? Our first show is the first weekend in February.
1: Uh, I believe it's the 4th, 4th and 5th. And And then uh, after that, um, we are in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And then we don't do nothing until June. Oh,
0: wow. And that's uh, Red Deer, I believe. Correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then after Red Deer, currently we have uh, throwdowns. So we only have as of right now, four shows for the 2023
0: season. And I know that always will, that eventually will change, you know, like who knows if we'll you guys you get drive. booked for a mud bog or something. Um, but no, like, and like I said, it's been really cool being able to get to know you guys on, you know, being able to call you guys friends, you know, and be able to hang out with you guys. And I, I just love seeing the, the progression in your driving, you know, as well from when I, when I first seen you drive uh, roughneck to now, Every single time you go out, you're. I see you getting more confident in your driving, even in racing and freestyle. And you guys aren't afraid to send the, the backflips at the Throwdown shows. Like every, I feel like it's been every single show that I've gone to when you guys are there. Both you guys are flipping.
1: Well, hometown stuff, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it's tough. We don't get out very much, right? So that's where our issues with uh, getting better at drivers come in. Um, So we're more out having fun, I guess you can say. Um, I mean, there is a time where, you know, parts do get expensive, so we have to watch. Um, We can't just go to our local wreckers and pick stuff up because they got nothing. Yeah. Uh, So as for throw down yeah every year there's i think the first year there was no flip but ever since then it's been one of us or both of
0: us have been flipping there and and it's always like i never know if you guys are going to do it or not but then all of a sudden i i think what was it uh 2019 both of you guys flipped i think as well on that show
1: uh yeah Yeah, I think so. Uh, 2019, though, is when I wrecked the chassis and all the fiberglass and everything. So it went uh, for some repairs and some cosmetic work.
0: Well, Jason, thank you for coming on the show. Um, Again, it was awesome to have you on. I got to try to get Jared on at some point or even both of you guys on together and, you know, and uh, chat more about it. Um, Again, people, if you guys wanted to catch Roughneck in action, uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba. You said February, right?
1: Uh correct. First weekend
0: in February. And then Saskatoon, Red Deer, Alberta, and then Edmonton at Rad Raceway. Go get your tickets, MonsterTruckThrowdown.com. Um, you'll you'll see me there in my crushed shirt and meet Jason. Jason, you know, like I said a couple times, you guys are always a blast to be around, and you know, you guys are always friendly towards me. You know, my weird ass, and you know, you guys are always cool and and thank you for letting me design your posters. I know we got to do some edits to them at some point. I don't know if they're still dark like they were for some stupid reason. Oh, yeah. We'll get something figured out. Oh, yeah. But, guys, um, I'm, I'm not too sure who we have on for next week. I will let you guys know. Um, if you want to see Cheech, he is on the Monster Jam Arena Series West Tour with uh, the Hot Brothers Racing Trucks, Rammunition, and Raminator. Go check him out and what he's doing. And, uh, yeah, guys, again, Jason, thank you for coming on. It's been awesome to be able to have you on. Finally. I know we've talked about it a couple times bringing you on here and finally able to get her done.
1: Hey, yeah, you're okay. welcome.
0: And guys, make sure you check up on your friends and family. Mental health is a huge priority in this world. Um, if you're struggling or going through anything, please reach out, reach out to me, reach out to anybody. You're not alone in this and um you know we we want you here on this earth safe and sound and you know just make sure you check up on your friends if you need help like again reach out to somebody all righty guys that is it for the episode and as we always say at the very end keep the rubber side down and the shiny setup everybody peace